0: Welcome to WrestleWolf, this is AEW Weekly, I'm Dr Damien Gibson, and joining me, as always, is the man who only deals in kayfabe and nothing else, it's Matthew Kayfabe. Hi, how are you today? <laughs> I'm, I'm very well, you're being very polite. I'm glad to hear that. Mm. Your well-being matters to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that feels rehearsed, but anyway, uh, <laughs> should we... Should we talk about wrestling? Because there's quite a bit of wrestling to talk about these days now that uh. we're sort of including impact. Look, if you want to talk
1: about wrestling, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about Billy Joel, also fine. <laughs> I'm a, I've got a little Billy Joel uh, alert, and that's that I mm. talk about Billy Joel to enough people that anytime anyone sees anything with Billy Joel, they immediately alert me. Yeah. Um, and I just I just got told today that apparently in the new Stand uh, TV show, they use uh, The Stranger by Billy Joel at Ooh. the end of the first episode. So, look I've... out for that, uh, wrestling fans, if you happen to be watching that
0: show. <laughs> I was watching an episode of Legends of Tomorrow, DC's The Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, and Did Billy... that have Joel in it? Yeah, Billy Joel was mentioned because it's a time-traveling show, a bunch of superheroes who time travel, and they went back in time. Uh, to visit Ray Palmer as a kid, and it was 1988, uh, and his favorite singer was Billy Joel, which I think was meant to show that Ray Palmer was a nerd. I'm sorry, man, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but he had a couple. Is it Nylon Curtain? Is that the? Is that a Billy Joel Look, album? I
1: uh, if it if there is, I haven't heard of it. But
0: anyway, know. that's a, that was the album in 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 question all apologies uh impact not a huge amount to really write home about i don't think with impact it was it sort of was one of those wrestling uh one of those episodes of wrestling kind of like dynamite the week before where it just sort of felt like they were running on a treadmill like not really anything progressed that much and i mean
1: we did get a world heavyweight championship announcement
0: yeah that was the one thing that i wanted to talk about is this (laughs) is this the nicest storyline in wrestling history where rich swan is offering tommy dreamer a championship match because it's his 50th birthday and does it immediately take all the air out of the match announcing that tommy dreamer's 50 um one, Rich Swan is incredibly uh,
1: charismatic and I love um, watching him speak. And Mitsubishi. like, I love his theme music. It is it is probably the greatest theme in wrestling uh, at the moment. At mm. uh, two. It's very good. It's very good. But there's a couple of <laughs> others that are amazing. Um, you just like the FTR song and the Cody song before Snoopball <laughs> dirtied it up for you.
0: It's actually Jungle Boy's theme song, of course. It's, it's pretty good. That's but, pretty um,
1: amazing. Still not as good as uh, the sort of Rick James 1980s of uh, yeah. 1970s, maybe, of, 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 of uh, Rich Swan. I nearly called him Rick James. That's bad. Um, <laughs> the, uh, they make me not want to watch the pay-per-view, which is problematic when the pay-per-views are so expensive and not part of your Impact Plus membership.
0: Yeah.
1: Because uh, I don't want to see Tommy Dreamer wrestle ever. And I definitely don't want to see him in a world title match. And I definitely, definitely don't want, like, to pay for that.
0: No, that's... Um, I feel like we've been a bit harsher on Impact the last few weeks. Every time we sort of mention them, it's been in a negative light, kind of. Um, but that... Uh, having to pay Australian an additional $25 for a pay-per-view roundabouts mm. uh, on top of the $15 a month that Matt and I are already paying for Impact Plus, when you look at, like, you've either got to go the the WWE network route, which is like, well, you know, it's, temp. I mean, WWE can charge that little because they're WWE. But you've Mm. either got, everything's either got to be inclusive, like Honor Club, or it's way cheaper, and then you pay for the pay-per-views on top of that, like Dynamite, or like AEW. Yeah. Having right. having a premium monthly cost and then also the pay per views on top of that. I mean, we I worked it out quickly because I'm a giant tight ass. It was essentially going to cost about three hundred and fifty dollars a year to watch everything of Impact, which was what what did we work it out to be? About 150 dollars more expensive than the next. Yeah. Than the next promotion, which I think was AEW. No, uh,
1: I don't know. I thought AEW was cheaper than uh, actually. Sorry, it was on, a- on
0: a club. Yeah. And then New Japan, then AEW, and then WWE was the cheapest. Yeah, but um, I mean they can they can do that anyway. What I did enjoy uh, on this impact was seeing Brian Myers, Matt Cordona have their first interaction. Maybe there's a feud there that could be interesting to see those guys feud. Seeing they're like you know, essentially a couple, <laughs> the way that they. Uh, Interact. I mean, they don't do anything without the other one. So, it would be interesting to see them have like a feud on Impact. I think. I. I mean, I. I don't think
1: I've ever heard thought of Brian Myers and interesting in the same uh, sentence.
0: But yes, <laughs> I think you're being. But I, I. When someone is completely underutilized for fifteen years, yeah, it's probably hard to see them in any kind of position otherwise, other than being shit. But. I don't know. I think they're, like, when you see them interact outside of WWE, they're, they're pretty entertaining and stuff. You just like him because he was trained by Ke- Mikey Whipwreck. Well, yeah, and no, I liked him before that, but that made me like him even more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rosemary got a win over Tennille T- T- Dashwood. That That's a quality feud, I think. Yes. Um, I know the Firefest parody was meant to be awful, but it was also actually awful. Also, very not like of the top. Like AEW
1: has a pay per view <laughs> named after Fire Fe- Fest, mm. which is like lame of its of itself. But like doing the Fire Fest parody, like has someone just
0: watched that documentary? Yeah, I don't know. Is, is it wrestlers? Ago? Is wrestlers' favorite documentary this one? Is it the only one wrestlers <laughs> have ever seen? It's it's not good. Um, And why is it being passed around the locker room so slowly where everyone's like, you know, three years later, like, oh, man. On the subject of great, we might have spoken about
1: this before, on the subject of great documentaries that could be great in wrestling, Werner Herzog from Grizzly Man would be a great manager (laughs) in wrestling.
0: (laughs) He really would.
1: Just a nihilist who's, you know, constantly like, he saw joys in the bear, but I just see disinterest and death. I'm not trying to do his accent.
0: You Americans come here to f- escape the idea of death with your Coca Cola and giant. <laughs> they should. They hot should. <laughs> they should pitch because Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog does weird shit. They
1: should just pitch him to be Walter's manager and you know make it really weird.
0: It's not a bad idea. I think he would more likely be show up on AEW rather than WWE if he did some research <laughs> in both <laughs> companies. If you know? if if Werner Herzog.
1: <laughs> It finally comes to wrestling as so many people have been calling for <laughs> for years. Rumble's happening on Monday. I agree. You know? It's more likely Could- <laughs> he
0: goes to AEW. Oh my God. That would be. 10, 9, 8. You think you know me? <laughs> Very, good. Very uh, good. James Storm and Chris Sabian are a tag team now completely because their other tag team partners are not on <laughs> on impact. Yeah, I guess. Well, Beer Money aren't there, and uh, the Motor City Maniac- uh, Gee, why do I have so much trouble with this tag team, name? She just called Motor them the Motor City, City Maniacs? Ma- yeah. Machine Guns. God damn it. It's that bloody Sloan song. I can't it's- get it out of my head. <laughs> uh, anyway, both of those tag teams, there's only one of them. So, team name literally just- <laughs> put them together and they're a tag team now and also they're in the title picture they haven't had to, they've wrestled one match lost it but they're in the title picture because of who they are yeah great anyway and then there was a four man there was a four man tag team the good guys versus bad guys the good guys won um yeah there's a pretty forgettable episode of impact private party were did a little segment with Big Money Matt. Uh, oh, there was the TK and Tony yeah. <laughs> promo, which is always good. TK's starting to get slightly more manic every week. Have you noticed that?
1: <sighs> yes. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. Rich Swan was the best thing. Ace Austin was good as, as always. Um, oh, that's
0: right. Yeah, no, he was great. Yeah.
1: I don't understand how there can be a serious wrestler in 2021 called Crazy Steve with an extra Z. <sighs>
0: I don't know if Crazy Steve is a serious wrestler, dude. Well, he's not, like,
1: mucking around. He's with the zombie woman. <laughs> Rosemary. Yes. yeah. I just, every time I, like, you could do such a great storyline. Like, this is a Bray Wyatt-style storyline where she's this supernatural villain and then, like, something happens and she goes back to being a normal person and she comes out to the uh, so- that song, uh... Love grows where my Rosemary goes. And she's just like (laughs) this really positive person who's been freed from the
0: demon. Anyway, Mm.
1: that's that's just an idea. (laughs) Isn't
0: that happening with Susan at the moment? Wasn't she someone else and now she's like a different uh, character and now she's a super serious character, but she wasn't a super serious character. But I can't like...
1: I don't know. Is she, she going to come out to Susie Q or like <laughs> Suzanne by Leonard Cohen? That's not Susan, but.
0: No, it's not. The um, Reed has <laughs> a. <laughs> oh, God. What a, what a pop that would get from the boys coming out to Leonard Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> I think So Long, Marianne is a great song to. <laughs> Yeah, uh, what's the first we take Manhattan, then we take Berlin when Leonard did his new that's wave exactly stuff. That's exactly what that's
1: called, and it's fucking <laughs> sick, and I'm not going to a great bullshit song.
0: about it. I'm not, I'm just saying, you know, it's, Leonard went away for a long time, and he came back, and he was new wave.
1: I just think that you're shitting on the work of Edison Lighthouse with Love Grows and, you know, (laughs) maybe you need to consider your
0: future on this podcast that you started and do most of the work for. In fact, all of the work for. Yeah, that doesn't mean that I don't inherently hate myself and, like, think about firing myself (laughs) on a daily basis. Maybe I should just stop and let Matt do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's the charismatic one uh, Alright, we're at Dynamite Let's get into it Butcher and the Blade uh, Now, look uh, I've What have I done here? Ah, um, oh, okay, yeah Butcher and the Blade So, Butcher the, <laughs> Let's start this match again Butcher and the Blade At the end of this match Beat up uh, Jake the Snake To cause a distraction For the Bunny To hand Eddie Kingston Knuckle Dusters In his match against Lance Archer uh, he knocks Lance Archer out and gets the pin. Uh, before I throw to you and ask you what you think about this, I, I assume this is just a, a lack of communication between the boys and the comms desk. But it was very apparent at the beginning of this match that Eddie Kingston said to Jake, I don't want uh, to uh, murder Hawk. I don't want Jake at the side of the ring and send him backstage, which was his whole plan because then Butcher and the Blade were going to beat the shit out of him. But the comms guys did not tell that story at all. Not, this isn't my usual having a go at JR or whatever. They Just all three of them didn't know what was happening. So, because um, it just, I mean, it doesn't really, detr- it doesn't detract from the story that much, but it just helps Eddie Kingston look like even more of an evil mastermind when yeah. he's doing stuff like that. But anyway.
1: Well, I think obviously they, they're going to start trying to get Lance Archer over as a face. Um, yeah. This was fine. Um like, I don't think it really did anything for either of them, but I like Butcher, Blade, and Bunny, and Eddie, and Lance is good in the yeah. ring, so it
0: was cool. I, th- I think they're the right balance as far as a faction is concerned, stable is concerned now. Like, you've got your, you've got your singles guy, your tag team, and, and female wrestler. I think that's probably a pretty good mix for a,
1: well, that, for a stable. I don't know if Ali's injured or something, but it seems a bit like she hasn't wrestled for AEW, I don't think, mm. has she?
0: uh, d- uh d- she wrestled against well, there's all that brandy stuff but they remember? didn't they didn't wrestle did they yeah they wrestled ta- a couple of tag team matches I oh, think. okay didn't they
1: I, I can't remember i remember that before dynamite launched there was like that was the original women's feud was Allie and brandy um but i'm not i can't remember any matches but e- either way she hasn't wrestled for a very long time on dynamite if she if if at all um and so maybe she's injured but like if if they're just not putting her in the women's division um i couldn't i genuinely it seems unfathomable that they wouldn't have her in as a regular yeah. wrestler cuz she's great yeah. but then they don't have big swell in regularly so who knows
0: yeah i don't know what's going on there um i just wanted to point out Kingston's bump on the on the uh ring edge was brutal um Lance Archer's moonsault after walking across the ropes, Undertaker style was uh, phenomenal. Um, And I just, I I have one little gripe uh, from this episode, an episode I really enjoyed, especially after last week where I was so sort of like, whoa, Um, I thought this was a really solid episode that I enjoyed um, pretty much everything on it. But the AEW refs, they, I, I've watched a little bit of WWE in the last couple of weeks to in the build up to to the Royal Rumble, and I don't notice their referees at all. But AEW referees, I notice a lot, and there's a lot of like mime shit going on of like you know Macaulay Culkin, like oh no kind of stuff. It's just not, and it's not just Aubrey. I know a lot of I know Aubrey cops a lot of shit for it, but it's not just her. It's all of them. And it's really distracting. It's not their job to sell what the boys and girls are doing in the ring. It's a very small gripe, but it just looks super unprofessional to me. I just, you know, not to get too Jim Cornette about it. Yes. <laughs> but um, uh, it just, you know, like they fixed up all the tag team rules from last week that we were pitching about. So, that was my <laughs> little, <laughs> that was my only little gripe this week. Um, Although JR will, will get a couple of mentions. I'll. I'll come to that. Oh, good. Uh, I'll come to that in a second. Well, I've got a new little uh, segment for our AEW episodes I haven't told you about yet. Oh, so cool. So, once we get to it, I'll... Yeah. Anyway, we've got a John Moxley promo. John likes to have sex in the morning. When do you like to have sex, Matt? Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: the time <laughs> does not bother me, Damien. The time does not bother me.
0: I've never... Have you... Ever, I've never thought about that. I've never... I mean, maybe I've... <laughs> my beggars can't be juices, you know what, <laughs> what I mean? But, uh... I don't have a preference as to when <coughs> Congress happens. Yeah. I mean, I guess the the one thing is his <laughs> argument was
1: that if you have sex in the morning, then you start the day off with a positive. My hmm. argument is it's that, true. like, if you have sex at night, then you can just, like, go to sleep afterwards and, like, it's just a nice way to end the day. <laughs>
0: I mean, it is a nice way. to it's a nice. It's a. <laughs> if you it's know a what? Nice middle of the day, lunch. It's, it's the night Better than lunch. <laughs> it's the. Yeah, it's. You know, it's a nice way to end an afternoon. It's the nice. It's a nice <laughs> way to end a shower. It's a nice. You know, hmm. like it's. It's just nice. You could say the same thing about pizza as well, Mox. I like to eat my pizza in the morning because <laughs> you start. You know that's my that's my yeah. motto. I ate my pizza in the morning because I like to start my day. <laughs> I right. just like
1: knowing that you know <laughs> John Moxley's child was conceived in the morning.
0: I um, know that's exactly what I thought as well. I and, and, uh, instantly thought uh, like Renee's got a pretty good sense of humor, so I don't mm. think she'd care too much. But uh, I instantly thought of Renee watching this, going, "Ah, oh, for fuck's sake!" It, no matter <laughs> what, it, it's like it's a bit of a like Reddit. I have
1: sex thing. Like it's like no there's no way to make it like there's ways to make it less cool. Like if John Moxley was like, I like to have sex in a park during school drop off. It's like, what? Like that's that's less cool. <laughs> With Renee, right? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter who it's with It's who's watching that matters to him Oh it does <laughs> Really does <laughs> um, But like there's not very many ways Like it's just It's a bit like Oh no. yeah cool man John Moxley has sex Like
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah I know And I imagine a lot I of wrestling it, fans are like but it's also mm, really
1: dorky as well Fuck him
0: <laughs> em- <laughs> Yeah Absolutely All right no need to fucking gloat about it <laughs> mate, you know.
1: It, it's a bit it's a bit like like people like, you know, comment like, you know, uh, uh, occasionally you see like women on Facebook make jokes about like oh, you know, men can't, you know, I'm sick of these young men who, you know, don't know how to make a woman come or something. And then like there's always some dude that slides in's like, "Haha, lucky my girlfriend doesn't have that problem. Last night she came twice." And it's like, what? Yeah, cool, man. No one was fucking asking you.
0: <laughs> it also, it never happened. It's, it's an imaginary situation yeah. that this guy's uh, talking the man's about. A, the man's a scam bot. Uh, he's, it's gone. <laughs> uh, speaking of scam bots, uh, next up we had Sting and Darby. Allen cut a promo where they show how, um, I don't know, tough yeah. they are. So they smash a bunch of bunch of windows with their toy of choice darby with a skateboard and sting with a baseball bat
1: once again this is better than like darby being like hi my name's darby allen and this is me jumping through a window and then like jumping through a window <laughs> and then johnny knoxville like doing a piss on him and darby drinking it for a joke like this like if they're going to be like super serious goths like whatever that's fine If, if- <laughs> I don't think they need to pretend that they're, like, tough street thugs. Like, I think Darby was, like, a street kid. I think he was homeless. Yeah. Like, maybe play up a bit on that. Like, Sting's a 60-year-old man who has been very wealthy for at least the last 40 years, <laughs> maybe 35. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, Sting hit yeah. really fucking but hard what- times between his TNA and WWE runs. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you're (laughs) yeah, I know, imagine that, saying Sting begging in the street. (laughs) Uh, All you need to do is just take this back a week and get Taz to say a different word, like, you know, psychos or, you know, something like that. That could have been a fucking
1: great promo, just have, like, Sting and Darby Allin surrounded by stuffed birds at the Bates Motel and Tony Schiavone comes in.
0: Or weirdos, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like that's what, like ultimately, the team Taz are like a bunch of like tough, Mm. like hey, like look at me over here, I'm a tough guy kind of group, and they they're like the normal guys who should be calling out Sting and Darby for being Mm. weirdos and like you know, look at these fucking grungy weirdo morons Mm. over here, you know what I mean? Like, and then you can play, then like you know they can do the Michael Keaton in Batman, like you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Thing. I, I, I think <laughs>
1: like, I would prefer it if Taz had have called them, like, incels or virgins or something, just so we could weave together <laughs> the storylines and have them be like, Sting be like, I'm married and I have sex with my wife with, you know.
0: <laughs> Why is everyone talking about having sex with their wife? And Darby on Allen's episode?
1: like, you know, I'm not married at the moment because I was married to Priscilla Kelly, but that means I have more opportunity to have casual sex with people I meet in a COVID-safe scenario. And then they smash windows. <laughs> they smash windows with condoms and chews and stuff.
0: Yep. I hope you're listening, TK. This is how, you're... <laughs> this Just is how you... Just wait till we get to promo. the main
1: event and my views on
0: how, how they could have improved <laughs> that by including... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, we've got a match, uh, Jericho hits the Judas effect, uh, and then a lion salt on, uh, Brian Pellman Jr. from the Varsity, um, Blondes, uh, to get the win for himself and MJF. Uh, what do we yeah, think of this? Fine. Like it's, you
1: know, I like the Varsity Blondes. I don't think they need to be like winning matches at the moment, um. You know, I think it's good exposure and, like, good practice for Brian Pillman Jr. For when he's, like, little little, little L-I-L apostrophe uh, loose cannon um, in a couple of years. Um, and, mm. like, you know.
0: And Griff Garrison as well. He's got some potential.
1: There's so many people with potential at the moment. Um, he could be Big Jungle Boy. Little loose cannon and Big Jungle Boy. <laughs> um <laughs> And like you know, the the stories obviously that MJF and Chris Jericho are going to go for the tag team titles and probably lose, and then the inner circles going to break up or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, there's a bit of interesting inner circle work going on uh, at the moment. I, I um, I, they need MJF and Jericho need to change that theme immediately. Like I know mm. they want both of it, the, like um, they, you know, to be represented equally. But it just sonically, those two songs do not go together. I know that they've tried to, like, it's been shoved in against yeah. each other, but it's, it's actually like, it hurts my head. Um, also, guys in the crowd singing the last line twice again, uh, yes, I can't it handle sucks. it. I'm getting Larry David about <laughs> it. Um, uh, I don't know if MJF announcing that he needed to speak to Sammy at the beginning of the match was like cool either it, it was, was just weird strange. it was just like that that felt forced as well like, i've got a lot of uh, problems with <laughs> this <laughs> with This match i uh, varsity blondes are great i love the like i love them i love yeah. their ring gear like I, I haven't talked about ring gear for a bit but they look so like tag cool. team. and i think they do they really do and i think uh the difference for me for this week compared to last week Is that the people that they used in, you know, what would you, what you traditionally would call the jobber Mm. spot are actually really good, you know. And I don't want to be too much of an asshole to people like Peter Avalon and stuff like that. But, like, the difference between a Brian Pillman Jr. and a Peter Avalon is palpable. And it was easy to see when (laughs) they were both sort of highlighted in, in episodes back to back. Um And I think AEW just needs to do more of that, just play their best players all the time. I I know that they're trying to give people opportunities and all that kind of thing, but um, I don't know, man. I don't see Peter Avalon being anything other than a, you know, enhancement talent on Dark. And I feel bad saying that because I've never gotten a ring myself, but, you know, from a fan's point of view, I'm just not interested. And then seeing Garrison and Pillman, like, that's two young stars who are going to be a tag team for a, a long time, probably, um, and they're really good in ring. And there was a moment in this match where I actually thought Pellman was mm. going to win, which they've done a great job. They've got, like, someone who's watched thousands of hours of wrestling to fucking mark out on a two count. Yep. That's well done. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, um, I, that lion salt by Jericho was 100% for Jim yes. Cornette.
1: I mean, he also watched <laughs> one and landed on his head last <laughs> week, so I hated
0: it. But that, that line's up this week and looking directly at the mm. camera and smiling in that sort of, like, angry way was 100% yeah, for corner, so. right? <laughs> uh, next up, we've got a Pac promo. Kenny Omega's just, uh walking around like he's Billy Big Bo- Bollocks <laughs> and uh, Pac isn't happy about it.
1: <laughs> uh, yep, it's great. I can't wait to see Kenny Omega and Pac. I like... I. Yeah. I mean, I would sort of rather, once this... Brought, like once the Darby Allen sting thing's done to see Pac going for that title but you know there's there's a bit of time left in that mm. so maybe that'll be you know I hope Pac gets the opportunity to be the world champion of AEW at some point like who knows because there's such a pipeline yeah, of incredible people Um but yeah he's great he's so enjoyable
0: yeah um I was just thinking, could we hear it? Uh, WrestleWolf start a GoFundMe page to get pack a new TV. I mean, we could, um, and we will. <laughs> I mean, even if we just get one from Aldi or something, you know what I mean? Like that—that's—that's got to—that's got to be a strain on his eyes to We're have to thinking. watch. It's like his wrestling tapes on a on a twelve inch CRT black I and white. I think we should television. get him
1: a projector. Like, All right, I think yeah. that's probably the way of the cool. future He can watch movies I reckon he'd like Taxi Driver He'd be like a yeah. lost highway like, yeah. I reckon he'd like Blue Velvet
0: Yeah Deer Hunter All
1: the fun ones Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. the family movies The family He'd be at the old blockbuster He'd be you, going straight to the family section You know what to weird vibe
1: I get from Impact <laughs> That like a lot of the storylines on Impact Not just one of them But a lot of them have a bit of deliverance about them, like the mm. Joe Doring fellow and yeah. Eric Young and the and the cousin Jake and the and the like. There's just James Storm. James Storm has a lot of deliver. Like if he started entering to like dun, 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 on a, a ukulele, on a <laughs> ukulele. Not. A, I mean, if it was on a ukulele, that'd be even sicker. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Or a bad day. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway, that's that's my feeling.
0: Uh, no, you're right. I, I, there is something. There's something not quite right about Impact, which mm. is what I love about it, but also it turns me off the the product at times as well. It's, it's uh, the kind you know. of
1: place where if you had to like stay somewhere a night and you drove in, you'd get bad vibes, and you might the bad vibes might be enough for you to just be like, you know what. I'm just not going to do this. I think like they've probably got cameras in the room or someone's watching me or like the guy has his dead mother on a hill <laughs> above the head, above the motel. like
0: hmm someone is watching you. it's uh, who's the who's the guy who has got his little mobile phone that keeps turning oh, the lights on off all the time? Sammy Callahan, he's got uh, he's got Google lights like, set up all what over. What a the terrible place. gimmick that is!
1: What a confusing <laughs> gimmick! It's like oh, he's he's a tech nerd. Well, and he also got, just like, like loves getting hit with he's barbed a tech- wire. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's a tech nerd who's also into yeah, like completely being like deathmatch. Can he turn the lights off? But on ultimately, all Eddie Edwards segments. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, yeah. But ultimately, his tech nerdery is that. He's gone. He's gone around and put a whole bunch of smart globes into the building at Impact, and he can turn them on and off whenever he wants. I haven't seen any other. I haven't seen, and even then, he still has to pull out his mobile phone. Like all you have to do to defeat him is to grab his mobile off him and snap am, it in half.
1: I reckon I would be into Sally, Sammy Sally Sammy Callahan in a moment if he had have turned the lights off for the Cody Rhodes and Shaquille O'Neal segments on AEW Dynamite.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's, uh, <laughs> oh, man. I, look, I said I enjoyed everything on this episode and I kind of, did, oh, let's get into it. Uh Shaq on the AEW awards? What the fuck is this? Stealing our gimmick? I mean, we're the only one who gives out awards in the wrestling industry. No one else does that at also, all. Also,
1: Arn Anderson opened his promo by saying he was going to ramble and like, <laughs> I believe you should do what you say and all that kind of stuff. But then he started rambling, and I was like, "Does he realize this is live television? All for red velvet to come <laughs> he went out for
0: a really long time?" Yeah, and even then, like his points, mate, like, like what was his point? His point was like, "Oh, you know, I saw Dusty wrestle a match, and then he like got on a private plane to see you born, and then like you're not baby, your baby's not being born for a long time, but still." You should consider being in this and match. I tell you,
1: son, if you get to that 20-week His- scan and your child has significant disability, then that's a matter for you and Brandy to decide. No one should be able to judge you. And I believe that, you know, if, if you decide you don't think that you can handle that, then that's up to you. And if you can, well, then you are a hero and great for you. Um, but, you know, that's something you'll find out at 20 weeks. So don't worry about that for now. Uh, anyway, here's Red Velvet, the cake girl.
0: Once the baby's born, I mean, initially you, your instinct's going to be wanting to be around it all the time, but eventually you're going to need to get a babysitter involved because you need your own time as well. Anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Red Velvet. <laughs> Her gimmick is she's... Aunt Anderson starts his own blog on <laughs> Mamma Mia about <laughs> about parenting. I, I just,
1: I, I'm just glad that he's like pretty comfortable with abortion. Like I think that's really cool of him for someone his age to be that like, you know, open about true. it. true.
0: True, I think uh, out of all the old boys, aren't probably uh, most likely to just be like. I think Jake
1: Roberts probably has some pretty positive views about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um, what the fuck was Shaq on? Uh, what, what, what's the AEW awards? We're and get why to was to that he hosting? The them? Because I'm going to run
1: through who won the AEW awards.
0: It was oh, on Bleacher okay, Report. Cool. Well, I had.
1: Yeah. Of course, it's it was. not worth watching, but we'll <laughs> run through it. Uh, also, I don't want to see Shaq and Tony
0: wrestle. I do. It's a car crash and I can't look away. <laughs> I uh,
1: And you know what? Instead of Red Velvet, why weren't they like, and um, we've got Medusa. And like, just like, get some big famous female. Yes. Yeah, like, like, I'm, I'm pro yeah, having famous, like, yeah. you know, I, I don't think everything has to be a, you know, I think getting young talent up, as we will talk about soon, is a very, very good thing. But also, like, they haven't built Red Velvet at all, and just, like, this is the kind of match where you can have, you know, some famous person, because you it's a shack match. It's not like people are going to come away from this and be like, that Red Velvet, she really got something. You already got Jade Cargill.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it just feels like they've... Looked around the locker room and found the person who looks most yeah. like Brandy. Like,
1: surely there's, like, they could have they could have got, <laughs> I mean, it's not exci- as exciting, but Jazz is, like, doing a, like, thing in TNA, sort of. Like, Jazz is cool. Or just, like, get Tyre Valkyrie, or it's, like, one of those TNA, big TNA people. Get Donna prazo whatever. Mm. Get Tennille Dashwood. Like, just get some, you know, known commodity, even if it's an indie person. Is Sarah is Sarah rey still a oh she works for WWE, doesn't she? She's a trainer. That would be sick. But anyway.
0: Yeah. Um well this this is the also the segment where I want to introduce my new segment. I've been this has been getting Mm. workshop for a little bit. Uh so instead of just like ranting about JR every week, last week I made the the declaration that I wasn't going to like Hang shit on him. I was just going to point out the dumb things that he said, um, but I wanted to give that uh, its own little segment. So the name of this segment is "Dumb Line from Hell." Uh, remember when he used like to it. say that's, that's, "Clothesline yeah, from that's Hell" for JBL. Good. My God, it's a dumb line from hell. So anyway, that's uh, he says as uh, Red Velvet finishes her <laughs> promo, and she finished it with uh, "bitch ass." <laughs> JR says, "She said bitch ass, so you know she's serious." (laughs) And like to be fair, he—I hadn't noticed him at all, and they just that line really stood out of like. Dude, you know, it's not this girl's choice to fucking be part of this feud. You know what I mean? Like, she just wants to be a wrestler. She's been shoved into this thing. She's done the best that she can in the situation that she's in. Aunt's just giving her the worst warm-up of all fucking time. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, everyone's fallen asleep. that she's going to come out and be energetic after that. Like, that's not, you know. And I'm surprised. Like, I thought JR would 100% be into this. Do you think... It's Cody, it's Shaq. Maybe JR...
1: You know? is working as a heel.
0: But you've got to show that he's a but heel. But maybe that's what, you know what, what they're mean? doing. Like By him just being an arsehole. They, they have not explained that at all. They, besides the fact he's wearing a black hat every week, they've not explained Do that Do you want at a, all.
1: like, Tony Khan, 90s Vince McMahon promo where he's like, you know, wrestling's changing and we're not going to treat you like idiots. JR's a heel.
0: Uh, Next up, we had Miro, Kip, and Penelope cut a tiny little promo. Um, Whatever. I don't mind this. Yeah, it's not as awful as it has been. I think the Miro's loosening up a little bit. Uh, I still, after this wedding, I want Miro to get as far away from Kip and Penelope as possible. I think the other thing as well that's worth saying about this is that, like, Kip and Penelope have probably... Uh, any momentum that they may have had that they sort of got on their own, which probably isn't a huge amount, has 100% been diminished by just sort of being in the shadow of Miro yeah. this whole time. I don't. Uh, as much as it's better with Chucky e. T being involved, and obviously there's a Orange Cassidy angle happening. Um, I assume he'll show up at the wedding and ruin it somehow by doing a well, thumbs up and pouring orange so juice on I them think or there something. There are
1: five <laughs> options. There's that option. There's yeah. a someone comes out a a female wrestler comes out and says they've been having an affair with Kip and then that starts a Penelope that female wrestler feud. There's uh, Miro mm-hmm. gets insulted by being the best or you know that someone says oh Penelope's been having an affair with Miro and then Miro trucks Kip Sabian and they end up in a feud. Uh, or Beretta's not really yeah. as injured and Beretta comes out and. They you know Chuck E T and Trent Beretta attack Kip and Miro and that goes on. Or the wedding goes yeah. perfectly. That's option
0: six. <laughs> That's my favourite option. I just want you to watch hate a good wedding drama. <laughs> I do I hate it. It's always the most dramatic people Who are fucking constantly screaming that from the hilltops as well. I just hate drama Why does it have to be so much drama Um. Next up We had uh, Hangman Page get a, uh, get a win with a buckshot Lariat against Dolph Ziegler's brother uh, <laughs> And um, uh, Nick Smith. Is yeah, that right? Ryan no that's Nemeth. Dolph's name Nemeth Ryan Nemeth. Um Yeah, he was not bad for a first run. You know, like, yeah, very Dolph. Like, you could tell immediately that, like, they were related. And I mean, obviously, oh. they've got the same surname, but just from the way mm. they, the, their looks and everything, yeah. and even the way he sort of wrestled and his persona much was younger very than sort than of Dolph,
1: Dolph. Really. Um, The, the, yeah. I mean, the real story from this was that. Matt Hardy turns up and delivers a post match promo and tries to win Hangman Page's affections for his little stable. Yeah, no, it was a good promo. Big money, Matt's that. all right, I guess. Um, so, this is obviously the Hangman Page storyline is that everyone's going to try and sign him to their stable, which is a real good old wrestling storyline.
0: Yeah, and he shouldn't sign with um,
1: anyone. Uh, I'm going to hold out.
0: No, no, no. He doesn't align with another group. He's a cowboy. Yeah, he's thanks, the Lone bon Ranger. He's the On silent sheriff. He rides. He's the lost gunslinger. Yeah, 100%. That, that like You take the piss. That's who he is. That's his story. That's been his character basically from day one. Even I when say, he was he's in, been the in the elite. elite, he was kind of the outsider in that. Yeah, I know, but he was the outsider. You'd forget that he was in the Elite all the time because it was Kenny and the young cucks hanging out all the time. And, you know, a, like, Hangman would be like, oh, yeah, I'm in this group as well. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. The best character for him, 100%, is the good guy, but lonely gunslinger, you know, like, if it was a TV show, go- TV show- is it like The Mandalorian? He's just going from town to town solving problems. I don't The Mandalorian problems, because-
1: you know? i'm too cool but um i agree with you absolutely that's the best character i just think that you know
0: yeah like he can team up with people from time to time it's like the old incredible hulk show where he just go from town to town you know but he can't he can't settle down with anyone because he's just not capable of doing it emotionally he just can't well we'll see how that goes I'm just saying, like, that's, uh, he just, yeah, that's why I was very happy that he didn't join the dork order, and I was very happy that he hasn't said yes I to Matt, the big money matter. And also, what a terrible fucking, <laughs> what a terrible <coughs> fucking stable that would be. Private Party and Hangman Pay. It just doesn't make any, that makes no sense whatsoever.
1: Yeah, uh, no, I absolutely agree. He definitely shouldn't.
0: Like, <laughs> like, imagine if those four weirdos all walked out at the same time. And you just flicked over to the ch- the channel is Hangman Page, Big Money Matt, and the Private Party all standing together. Like, And they're a team? Yeah, they're a team. Why? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I kind of enjoyed this. I always love watching Hangman Page do his stuff. Uh, next up, we get uh, Jungle Boy versus Dax. Jungle Boy gets the... We- oh, Dax from FTR, by the way. Uh, Jungle Boy gets uh, Dax to tap out with a crossface. Uh, in one was a really great this match. What did you think like of this The one?
1: best match on Dynamite for Yonks. This was great. Like it looks, it looked like hmm. Jungle Boy essentially be- like became a star.
0: Yeah, like, it was a breakout had match. Had great
1: psychology. It. it was a great match. Their their styles are so different, but they really like they work really well against each other. It's like Pokemon, hmm. where like certain things are super effective against opposite Pokemon's. <sighs> Um I just did the <laughs> Alan Partridge
0: struggle.
1: <laughs> it's um Yeah, and then ending the match with FTR beating down uh Luchasaurus and and and, and once again Jungle Boy is great because it's a great feud and I you know look forward to it continuing.
0: Yeah, this was uh, this was really the beginning of this feud. They'd kind of been building it up for a few weeks. so It had actually been mm. a bit lame, I think, and and this was uh, not lame's a bit harsh, but it it just hadn't really interested many people, I don't think. And this match, you know, a hundred percent did even right down to the the uh, step of Luchasaurus being handcuffed to. Um, I can never remember the actual guys' names. there's Dax and, Dax and Cash, Cash? Is yeah. it? Yeah, Uh, being uh, handcuffed to Cash and Tully Blanchard. And you knew that, like, as soon as they got unchained that they were going to be dastardly in, you know, Mm. a very horseman kind of way. Um, Remember when we had a horseman watch?
1: You you might have been wrong about that one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was so wrong. (laughs) Like, I don't think it's happening. Yeah. It'll happen next week now. (laughs) Anyway, I love this. uh, That theme that uh, the Tarzan... Uh, Tarzan Boy, I think it's called. Um, theme that uh, Tony Khan bought <laughs> for Jack Perry is phenomenal. I mean, it's just as much for Tony yes. Khan as it is for <laughs> as it is for um, for Jack Perry. It's uh, that there are going to be there's going to be some iconic wrestling moments when crowds get back mm. and that music hits, and you know, fifteen thousand people start. Doing the oh, 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 oh. like it's just gonna be phenomenal. I'm thinking England yeah, in particular. No, it'll be great. You know? They're very good with the very good with the singing and the chanting over there. Good, good for you, UK. UK. <laughs> yeah, well done, UK. Um uh, yeah, well the FTR beat down Joggle Boy and Lugasaurus, and then the worst wrestlers in the company came down for the save. I just <laughs> had to get that little dig in there on Marco Stunner and FTR. Uh, not FTR. Uh, <laughs> uh, what are they called? SCU. Um, next up, uh, now I need a, a statement from you saying you're part of Team Taz. Uh, Team Taz cut a promo, and they seem to be—they seem to have turned communist and are against the commercialization of wrestling because they smashed the shit out of a merchandise stand. Is this an official stand from Team Taz, or is we it we talked about this in a
1: WCW in episode where the Nasty Boys and Public Enemy—I um, believe it was on Clash of Champions. Uh, it went through what? an improbably placed merch stand where they, like, over-explained that it was a merch stand and there were, like, three bits of merch on it. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, why, but, but, you know, you can you can just... It was in a yeah, different you can town just have by tables. the time they got Like, them. it was in a place that, like, no one could get to. It was right near the, the, the stage. It was fantastic. It's like, we just have tables. Who cares? And you forget that tables in wrestling now are the most, like, obvious normal things, but used to be, like, you know, Cebu and Public Enemy were the innovators of tables in wrestling. Um, but mm. uh, this was, a th- felt to me to be a very, like, early WCW thing where they had ex- bothered explaining that they're just, you know, they could have just had tables and been like, oh, that's catering or whatever, just had the ta- tables. But instead they explained,
0: mm. and I love it. Mm.
1: to that level of detail.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of... Um... I study writing. I don't know if I've ever said that on the podcast, but I study writing and there's a lot, like, uh, all the things that you're not Mm. meant to do in any form of storytelling happen in wrestling Mm. pretty much in every fucking segment. Like, people are constantly telling you what's going to happen Mm -hmm. or is happening, you know what I mean? Like, um it's you never just come in on the action it's very rare and even if you do there's always someone going (laughs) there's something happening out the back (laughs) like it never just cuts to the action you find out what's happening and this was one of those promos where like taz was explaining what was happening and then like the wrestlers were telling us while you were watching it oh yeah you you think you're a tough guy well watch me as i throw this (laughs) poor little dude into the truck (laughs) you know (laughs) it was like okay um i suppose it like helps them get over as Bad guys Was the that have just beaten up a bunch of The guy
1: of into the truck talks a, to a throwback to Kevin Nash throwing Rey Mysterio.
0: Rey Mysterio, cool. I thought the I'm same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Can
1: Kevin Nash turn up? Was that are they
0: alluding that Kevin
1: Nash it is, is coming? Great. Please, please.
0: No, God, this is the last thing we need. It's the last thing he we need is for Omega. Kevin Nash to show up and unless unless he's eating <laughs> or But just ask him. Uh <laughs> Unless he's eating lasagna and talking about himself, I'm not interested. No. If you don't know what that is, check out uh, Matthew Gregg, who does Botchamania. Check out his Twitter. He will mention it once every three days, uh, and you'll find out <laughs> you'll find out what it is. Uh, next up, we had uh, Britt Baker get a win over... Is it Shana or Shanna? Because there was about five different pronunciations of this woman's name. You've got to choose this, one, uh, and throughout that's the
1: one match. we use forever.
0: Uh, I was Shana? hoping
1: you go Shana, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Shana. Shana.
0: Shana. Shana. Shana, Shana. Shana. <laughs> Shana like banana. Um, Shanana rama rama Let's go this. with Shanana rama This was really good. Yeah, Britt Baker's turned her mandible claw into the lockjaw. Has it been happening for a while? It's the first time I noticed it, where she puts on a plastic glove and does the mandible claw. Yeah, I don't know. But it's called lockjaw. It's, a- it's
1: great. I- I- it's the first time. I think, I- I think it's happened before, but it- at least it had happened so long ago that I've forgotten it, uh, whereas I really noticed it here. Um, this was great. I, I mm. really enjoyed the match. Um, I thought it was like a good above-average TV match. Um and she's just, like, so, so good. Like, they actually have somehow grown a really great women's division, which was highlighted by the fact that Thunder Rosa has a run-in at the end of the match, and it's fucking cool.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it was a really good match. Uh Rebel's more and more fun to watch each week as well. I just want to give her a shout out. She's doing it. her <laughs> laugh, her maniacal dorky laugh is. I just you've really <laughs> uh, you've really zeroed zero in on
1: Rebel it. lately, or Reba as I like to call her. Um.
0: Yeah, was well, she? <laughs> I don't know. even the even Tony and Jr <laughs> didn't know what to call her. Is a Rebel? Is a Reba? <laughs> um, She's just great. Like, she just, like, she's very yeah. unselfish in her performances and she only, like, gets very limited time to make any sort of impact. But when she yeah. does, she does. She's great. Um, like, putting <laughs> putting uh, makeup <laughs> on uh, Shanana Rama when she was, like, in the corner and it's just, I don't know, they've got a really good dynamic and I, I really enjoy it. And, yeah, My Lady Thunder Rosa came out and, uh, holy shit, did Britt Baker... <laughs> and rebel disappeared quickly when thunder rosa came out i guess say, thunder rosa did look like she like did look like she was dressed to go to broadwater shopping square that's uh, you know just added as tracksuit pants and a jean jacket that's pretty much the she looks cool, where man. I'm where i live she is cool <laughs> she's always cool like, you know hey i love it i'm just saying um she would go down well in broadwater Uh, Next up, we had Sammy and MJF promo. Uh, Sammy isn't playing. What did you think of this?
1: Yeah, Sammy's not playing. I don't know. It's fine. We'll just see where it goes. Like, all these things are always like you just see where it goes. Like, I just don't. There's not enough heels in AEW for the heels to be feuding with the heels.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. Um, I actually thought this was the first the first i mean i like sammy but this was kind of the first promo in a while let's say it that way where i was like oh i don't know if promos are sammy's Mm. strongest suit you know i think he's still kind of learning that and i think he held his own with mjf in this like i thought it was actually pretty good acting and especially from mjf where he sort of changed his tone to like hey hey buddy and then sammy was like i don't believe you like you know Mm. you fooled everyone else but you haven't fooled me and then when the MJF changed his tone immediately to like, "Hey, man, you really want to, really want to fucking play like this?" Like, Sammy held his own with that, where he was like, "I'm not playing." It's like oh, I thought this was really good, you know. And you could see, I could see these two like having this feud for 10, yeah. 15, well, there's 20 a Good chance on AEW. Yeah, they've got really good chemistry. Uh, yeah, I was sort of like. It's good. This is, like, moving this story forward because me watching the inner circle fight each other for another, like, I I haven't hated it, but I don't really want to see any more of it. I think we're at the point where, like, you know, that bubble needs to break somehow. Either, like, it splits in half or um, Sammy leaves or something. Mm. Something's got to happen. And I know they're doing episodic television; that they you know want to keep people watching, so that's fine. But it needs to happen yeah, pretty soon. I sad, think that's, I
1: that's fair. I agree.
0: Did you notice they uh, mentioned they announced a women's I tournament did, an eliminator the-
1: tournament opening with Reho versus Serena Deep. we haven't yeah. seen Reho since the pandemic.
0: So it was really quick. It's for yeah. number. It's for the number one contendership. Is that right? Right, cool. Mm. Yeah, well, we both love tournaments, So, and, and it'll give- It well, better this, be on this Dynamite. Well, this
1: match, I think, certainly is.
0: Yeah. It, it, even if it- Look, even if you're going to do it one match at a time, I mean, you know, it would be better if it probably wasn't, but even if you're only doing it one mm. match at a time, make sure you put them all on Dynamite, so it's a big deal once you actually get- to the number one contender fighting the champion, right? Like if all those matches happen on dark. Yeah, please. No please, people, cares. please. <laughs> TK, please. I'll stop <laughs> I'll stop teasing you about Vampire Weekend if you do that. Uh <laughs> next up we get a quick little elite promo before the main event. Uh all I got here is that Don's bandages are fucking hilarious. Uh and then there was this like a it was alluded that Young Bucks didn't beat up Don. Because Kenny's like, we need to talk. And then Don Callis appears and goes, look what you did. Look what you did. And then uh, Matt says, we did that. So, we Don's didn't beaten do that. up full him. Don, shit. Don's
1: single white female in Kenny Omega. At the No, single white female different. I think he might have. Yeah. I think I that's, that's might have fight going. clubbed well, himself. Maybe, maybe not quite fight clubbed. Some... We'll find the right movie <laughs> and we'll get back to you all.
0: No when yeah, Edward Norton like when it goes to the <laughs> spoilers for Fight Club 25 year old film but when at the end where you see Edward yeah, Norton beating himself up
1: so like he, he thinks he's brat- like he th- he doesn't know who he is whereas Don Don Callis is doing this to frame someone D- D- he's actually Edward Nortoning he's <laughs> no no he's not prime that- fearing that's different we'll- we'll f- yeah. we we need to go and consider this a
0: movie where someone—it's some framed. kind of an Ed Norton film. We haven't worked out which because- one. Oh, it's it Gone is. Girl. He's Gone Girling them.
1: That's exactly hey. what he's doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the young. The young right, bucks are enough. Ben Affleck, and
1: have been having an affair with Kenny <laughs> oh, Anyway, it gets real confusing <laughs> if you try and really force it to fit in.
0: Well, it's starting to get real complicated. So the the young bucks and the good brothers are going up against four of the dark order. Uh, the young bucks get the win with a Meltzer driver here. A uh, Meltzer driver. Sorry. Um, what did you What did you think of? There's a lot in this. I, I haven't sort of mentioned everything that happened, but what did you think of this?
1: Um, I think this was this was a good match, and I think uh, I know that you like you like to bully the dark order. But I think like you're crazy if you don't accept it. Like that they went in and like the Dark Order sucked for their whole existence almost, except for brief moments where Brody Lee was cool. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I preferred them
0: before Brody Lee got there. That's my no, favourite Dark Order period. Remember when evil Uno would sit on the throne of <laughs> little yeah, one of the <laughs> world goons? That was that was <laughs>
1: Repug in every way. I thought that looked cool.
0: To be honest. I think that looks like
1: something out of, like, a psychosexual Stanley Kubrick film. Um, But, yeah. (laughs) Well, we're learning a lot about uh, Uncle Damien today.
0: Fucking Um, fucking cool.
1: I don't know why you've gone from doctor to (laughs) uncle, but anyway. No, I don't like uncle. Let's go back to doctor, please. (laughs) Uh, I think they're, like... I think they're...
0: Unless it's coming from an indigenous Australian, I do not want to be called uncle. Or if my sister has a baby at any point. That's the only two times I want to be called uncle.
1: (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uncle makes you sound like someone who had a like kids' TV show in the '80s, and now is in prison for you know.
0: Yeah, and Damo alongside with it just <laughs> sounds so fucking. You know what I mean? It's like is Uncle Damo coming to Christmas? He's never coming to a Christmas ever again, kids. <laughs> you know, that's what that sounds like.
1: <laughs> well, well, I would I would say that like Evil Uno and Stu Grayson are actually really good in the ring, and it's nice to like particularly Evil Uno. Evil Uno's sick. Um, and they work significantly better as not heels. Like when they're trying to be like serious evil fellows, it's a bit silly. When they're like, you know, sympathetic baby faces, it kind of works. And like Reynolds is probably the one I care the least about, but seems relatively good. And John Silver, John Silver in a few years, like there's potential that he's Daniel Bryan, like that he just has that run. Where he's oh look at you, this is the one short underdog that you're like. No, he's not precious to me. <laughs>
0: all um, I did, oh, I just raised my eyebrows when you said Daniel Bryan. I mean, like you know, well, you throw it around a future tiny,
1: muscular great wrestler.
0: He's not as tiny as little. John he's Silver. got
1: comedic chops. Uh, anyway, he's fantastic. I've got, I've got like, things
0: to say about this match. You keep going, and then I'll I'll have my little two cents. <laughs>
1: I think John Silver's going to, like, be a big deal for a period of time. I think there's going to be, like, a, a storyline where, like, he's going to really, like, be the best thing on the show because sometimes he just happens to be the best thing on the show, but I think there's gonna they're going to actually do something at some point. And I think, like, the heels look really good, which they should. And, you know, and then having um, Moxley come and, at the end and, and plant Kenny and Kenny losing his shoe was <laughs> wonderful in every way. M- made Moxley look sick. Um, made Kenny look like such a massive fuckwit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: um, yeah I, I thought it was great to see, for me personally, who didn't get to see any of them wrestle together in Japan, um, to see the Young Bucks and uh, the Good Brothers wrestle together was really cool. I think that was a special mm. little treat for all of us. Um, as far as the, the Dark Order concern, I I've got written down here. This is the most I've enjoyed them um, in Ring. I think we probably need to see more of them in Ring. Like, I mean, I know they've done a lot recently, um, but I like the idea of them starting to. Jr. Actually said something in this match that was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I agree with that. Like, you're going to sl- you going- you're starting to see individual personality. There's a huge group, and some of the p- people are starting to their personalities are sort of like growing out of that group. And some are, you know, some are going to take longer than than others. Mm. Um, and I agree with that. And it's kind of interesting to see who's like breaking out first and who isn't. And um, it'll be really interesting to see, like, you know, five years time. Who are the, you know and I think you're probably right with John Silver. He he's obviously like a really charismatic dude and, and could be quite easily turned into an underdog championship story quite easily. His run in this match where he took out all four of the elite guys um mm. in in a row when he got the hot tag was was phenomenal. Um yeah, and I really like Evil Enro as well. I think he's got like a lot of upside. I there is a part of me that's like why is Colt Cabana in this if he's not doing anything? You know, like, I f- still feel like he's a big enough name to have in the mid-card on his own. Uh, I know him and Brody were good mates and stuff, so it's very unlikely that he will ever leave <laughs> the Dark Order <laughs> now. But, um yeah, and obviously they've got a huge amount of sympathy in real life. um you know, with everything that happened with with Brody Lee and stuff as well. So, um, I, I just didn't. It was kind of a joke, and kind of wasn't. I just was really desperate for Kenny, at, for Hangman Page to not join the Dark Order. And now that that hasn't happened, um, I'm quite happy to get on board <laughs> to get on board the hype train with uh, the Dark Order. I have another dumb line from Hell, uh, where oh. Jr. said uh, when Stu Grayson was on the top rope, "How do you like your stew?" From the top rope?
1: Look, at least he didn't say, brother of
0: dick. <laughs> uh, Ray Phoenix is a mutant, right? He's not a human being. He's not a human He's being. Ca- no. He can't be. He Like, the shit that he does... When he jumped off the top rope, I think he got both of the bucks? With Like, yeah. with... A kick each. I mean, the, the how high he got off that rope for a start was ridiculous. And then when mm. he did the suicide dive through the ropes and landed on one of the, the bike racks, the AW <laughs> uh, hoarding bike racks, and then just sat mm. on top of it. Like anybody else that would have been, oh, well, you know, misjudged his dive and he's broken his fucking arm and he's out for t- 14 weeks. And the rate just mm. sat on top of it. Like, yeah, this is exactly where I'm meant to be. Like I, it's outrageous. (laughs) I just I've never seen anyone, and like this includes like people that I adore, like Ray Mysterio, and like I've never seen. You know, Billy Kidman was one of my favorite wrestlers as a kid, and he used to do stuff that I thought was like just, you know, superhuman. I I, like Mm. Ray Phoenix is like this gets thrown this term gets thrown around a lot. Next level, but he is like he's the next level of luchador wrestling that I just, I, I, I even, there's just no one who can touch him. I, I really like, I mean, I know it was only a little 30 second run on, but I just want to see so much more of him. And I love the mm. Lucha Bros, but I kind of want to see him as a singles competitor at some point as well. Yeah. No, I think he's amazing. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed all of this and just thought it was like, um, just thought it was great. Even the, the Bucks announcement of the, the tag tournament that's happening next week and then the stipulation that if that they're in it and if they win they can choose their opponent and then very obviously sort of calling their shot of like if they do do that it'll be the good brothers that they'll wrestle at Mm. revolution
1: i like this is classic aw isn't it where they just like have to like make any kind of tournament a little bit more complicated than it
0: needs to be i love it (laughs) the first time i heard it i was like what i actually rewound and then was like oh okay like yeah so if anyone wins anyone other than the bucks win they're the number one contender if the bucks win they get to choose their opponent
1: Hmm.
0: yeah but it is more complicated (laughs) than it needs to be (laughs) um but I'm looking forward to that, and like uh, Beach Bash next week already, that looks phenomenal. It certainly does. Yeah, um, well, we're we're all done as far as Dynamite is concerned. You've got the the. Do you want to explain to me what the AEW awards are?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll go. We'll quickly quickly go to them. So they they're just a thing on Bleacher Report that Australians couldn't vote for. Sorry about that. Um, Australians couldn't vote for, so we didn't vote. Uh, but anyway, it was. I didn't watch it, but here's 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 the thing. Let's go through it quickly. There's okay. eleven awards. Um, best moment on the mic. The nominees are MGF. We deserve better speech. Cody Rhodes accepts dog collar match. John Moxley accepts inner circle invitation. Randy Rhodes confronts Jade Cargill mm. and Orange Cassidy deba- debates Chris Jericho. Who would you vote for?
0: <laughs> Orange Cassidy.
1: I agree with that. Uh, the winner was Cody Rhodes accepts dog match.
0: Yeah.
1: Dog collar match, which fair enough, was good. Dog match. Dog match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Else not have one of those with the big boss man.
0: Cody Rhodes is so good he could wrestle a dog.
1: <sighs> Sorry. Uh the uh, biggest surprise where we've got the nominees are Matt Hardy's debut, Jake the Snake Roberts confronts Cody, mm? uh, Brody Lee arrives as the Exalted One, mm. Sting's AEW debut, and Miro revealed as Best Man. What do you got? Uh, Sting. That's what one, and that's the right answer. <laughs> um, breakout Star Male. Um, they've got uh, Sting. No, <laughs> um, <Before>. nominees, are, <laughs> nominees are Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, Eddie Kingston, John Silver. Who you got?
0: Oh, breakout star. Um, fuck. I, you probably got to go. If it's breakout, you've probably got to go with, with John Silver. Not only because he broke out the biggest. Like maybe I think MJF, Orange Cassidy and who was the other nominee?
1: No, Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, Eddie Kingston, and John Silver.
0: Oh, Eddie Kingston, yeah. Uh, Yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, It's either Eddie Kingston or John Silver. Only because I'd probably go with John Silver because Eddie Kingston probably had more of a reputation previously, but it's a toss-up between those two, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I'd probably go Eddie Kingston just because... You know, he went from not having a job to, you know, pawning his wrestling boots. Yeah, yeah, boots and at to... the top of
0: the card and all that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Probably, if I, yeah, if I had a gun to my head, I'd say Eddie Kingston.
1: Well, you do. Surprise. Um, the winner was Darby <laughs> Allen, anyway. Um, and Damo's dead. Uh, oh. So I'll just, Uncle Damo's gone. We'll tell the kids. Um <laughs> she the breaker, <laughs> Breakout star female. Uh, <laughs> nominees, H- Hikaru, Shida, mm-hmm. Anna Jay, Tay Conti, Big Swole, Penelope Ford
0: Ugh. Uh, I don't really like Any of those nominations Who was the first one? Hikaru, Hikaru Shida, Shida. It has to be Hikaru Shida She's been the women's champ The whole year
1: I think for breakout star Big swole. um, Or Penelope Ford To be honest But the winner was Hikaru Shida anyway uh, So you're... I don't
0: know if Hikaru Should be in that category I think like... when
1: you're the champion It's a bit weird But anyway Yeah Anyway Uh, Biggest beatdown, Uh, nominees, Inner Circle jumps Orange Cassidy, Dark Order attacks Nightmare Family, Nyla Rose puts Riho and Hikaru Shida through tables, Brian Cage sneak attacks John Moxley and the Nightmare Family and Inner Circle brawl. Uh,
0: I'm going to go Brian Cage, uh, John Moxley.
1: Agreed, Uh, but the Inner Circle jumps on Orange Cassidy one.
0: Uh, Uh, Oh, yeah. Is that when they hit him with like the orange juice and yeah, Oh, that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: the High Flyer Award. I'm not going to even go through the nominees. The winner's Ray Phoenix, as it should be, and that's Fucking who oath everyone's it voting should be. for. No
0: one else should be even nominated. Who yeah. Who else was nominated? Is that of interest? Uh,
1: Ray Phoenix, Mark Quinn, and Nick Jackson. I would uh, uh, and Park. Oh, Nick Jackson's I, pretty good. I'd argue that Park hasn't been around. Nick Jackson's you know barely wrestles and. When he does, he's in a tag team. Mark Quinn's in a tag team.
0: Oh, Ray Phoenix wins it every time. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, um, it's interesting to see what they put in there. But, anyway, yeah. The sort of classic
1: Oscar award of hardest moment to clean up after. Uh, Nominees (laughs) Orange Cassidy (laughs) uh, drops orange juice on the inner circle. The parking lot brawl. uh, The bunkhouse match. Uh, Big Swole dumps garbage on Britt Baker and... uh, Damo's underpants after another uh, meandering John Moxley promo. Um, <laughs> uh, is it my underpants after a John Moxley promo? <laughs> it's the parking lot brawl, you goof. Good. Grief. That's what I
0: would have actually picked, but you put the joke one in there. <laughs> I had to follow it up. Uh, yeah, uh, I would have actually said the or-
1: the orange juice. Well, that for- would actually be the hardest thing to clean up after. That, like <laughs> yeah. if that's what the isn't award the, actually is,
0: isn't that the award? What is the actual award?
1: The hardest moment to clean up after, like the parking lot brawl, would just you'd just be like throwing stuff in a bin. Whereas the the orange juice thing is a nightmare. You've got heaps yeah. of different factors. Uh,
0: I suppose there's the like there's the economic collateral cleanup and stuff as well. Though like people have like got to get their insurance companies involved and stuff in the car park. Like you know, AEW maybe you know if they don't have. Uh, Public, uh, what's it called? Public, uh, public insurance. What's the thing? They that-
1: definitely have those insurance. Actually, maybe they don't because it just doesn't matter to Tony Khan at all because he's so <laughs> fucking
0: rich. <laughs> just buying songs. I mean, that's <laughs> crazy. Just buy a song. It's awesome. He obviously, uh, he obviously watched DCW as a younger man. Yes, and knows the power of a real song rather than. Let's
1: get. Let's sorry. This is this is fuck. This is a bumper edition. Uh, biggest what the fuck moments. Uh, nominees Cody Rhodes steel cage moonsault, Sammy Guevara hit by a golf cart, Kenny Omega wins AEW world championship and walks out of AEW, bloody Brit Baker versus Hikaru Shida, Young Bucks frog splash off the stadium railing.
0: What was the first one? Sorry,
1: Cody Rhodes steel cage moonsault.
0: I'm going to say What's the second one?
1: Sami Kefara hit by a golf cart
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with that one
1: Alright, well I'm going to go with Bloody Brute Baker Kenny Omega leaving AEW for two minutes
0: Can I say, if it wasn't for the commentators explaining what was happening I wouldn't have known that that's what was happening Yes, no. Like you I wouldn't say have that. known that Kenny Omega was going to Impact. Like, yeah, he was running out with Don Callis, but it wasn't explicit that, like, oh fuck, you know, it's he's going to Impact, you know, like that. Uh, that's what if, if it, I knew that he was definitely leaving AEW and going to Impact, <laughs> then it would have been a big what the fuck moment. But I don't think anyone actually knew that until the next night or whatever when they showed up on Impact.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I sort of i I agree with you, broadly. Um, the LOL award—that's the laugh out loud award. Oh shit! Oh no! Is that what LOL means? Oh god! I've just accidentally got out of the awards. Jesus! Ah, oh, fuck. fuck! No! Hold on. We're getting there. We're getting back. It's all right. Don't stress. Uh, nominees for the laughing out loud award: uh, Jericho and MJF. Britt Baker wa- uh Deben- dinner yeah, F-
0: Just in general, those two guys.
1: <laughs> Brit Baker waxes <laughs> Tony Shavoni Shivoni. Uh Young Bucks kick MJF into a pool and inner circle Vegas trip.
0: Oh god, it's definitely not the last one. De- Agreed. How did that how did that make it in there? it's uh it- it's Chris and MJF by a mile.
1: Oh, uh, I think Britt Baker and Tony Shavoni. Uh,
0: but I agree. Lidini no, anyway, no. Brit, look, Brit's done a lot of really funny stuff. That's not one of them. It D- was. Her ripping off the hangover, uh, the 40-year-old virgin, I'm sorry, it
1: is not. Her ripping hair off Tony Schiavone's chest was was pretty good. Um, the young bucks kick MJF into a pool somehow won this.
0: What? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so people remember that because well, I sure on the don't. fucking
0: boat. On the I don't know I on the Jericho cruise might, that
1: maybe I don't remember
0: it at all. Yeah, that's what that's what it was. Like, that's that was the birth of Britt Baker that episode. Yeah, remember when she? I do <laughs> talked about Tony Shaverly working at Starbucks. <laughs> anyway, next uh, next one
1: best Twitter follow: uh, MJF, Orange Cassidy, Doctor Britt Baker, Nyla Rose.
0: Um. Well, yeah, I, I follow all these guys on Twitter. I'm going to go with MJF.
1: Uh, I would also do that, but Nyla Rose won. Um, mm,
0: Nyla Rose is pretty pretty fun.
1: Bleacher Report pay per view moment of the year: the Stadium Stampede. Moxley wins AEW Championship. Sheeta wins AEW Women's Championship. Omega and Paige defeat the Young Bucks. Darby <laughs> Allen wins TNT title from Cody. The Young Bucks win a tag gonna, team. I, title. My
0: favorite is Stadium Stampede. I think it'll probably be John Moxley.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's stadium sounds, right <laughs>
0: which is the right answer. That was so fun, man. Uh, like I could watch that again now. If someone was like, "Hey, you want to watch the stampede stadium stampede match right now?" I'd be like, "Yep, cool."
1: We need to return to our our pods.
0: Oh, right, in our real We've life pods. Yeah, all. that's probably right. Um, <laughs> I like being here with you guys so much, though. You know what I mean? I have to do fucking boring work shit as soon as I finish doing this. So I'm trying to spread it out as long as I can. Um all right. That is it in a absolutely fucking bumper episode of AEW and Impact Weekly. It's I don't know why I put impact in there. It's barely impact. Anyway, um <laughs> uh we keep uh getting downloads and listens and, and like moving up in different charts and stuff and it's all bizarre and it's all thanks to you guys. Um, we, Matt and I can't thank you enough for just telling people and, and recommending and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you can follow us on the socials. We have Wolf Pod. Um You can send us an email at WrestleWolfPodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, but until next time, Pepe is dead, brother friends.